see this coming. Star Finish him. Fatality. And welcome to the Free Your Geek Show. I am your host, Jay Free. Uh, with me, my two co-hosts, gentlemen, please introduce yourselves. KB the Geek. What's up, everybody? And I'm known as the Don, the People's Geek. I'm going to actually remove this microphone. I've discovered I'm using the stand, but I'm going to freehand it now because I think this is a little bit easier for me to move around here. Uh, so, gentlemen, we have a lot on our plate uh, today. We are going to be discussing a couple of things. We're going to, first of all, we're back in the Don Cave, if you will. Um, so, pretty much. Um, and we're going to be talking, we're going to be saving the big piece for the end. We'll do a couple little news bits first. But um, it is in, uh, you know, southern, southeastern Massachusetts, the south coast. It's uh, pouring pretty heavy right now. So uh, we might lose signal and we might lose power. And it's, this is going to be interesting. This and is, it's it's almost like the end. Like the Sopranos just go to black. Well, <laughs> or, or kind of like what happened in Infinity War. Uh, and we're going to be talking oh. about that. Toward the end of the podcast. Um, so to, to first start off, we're going to be talking a couple news bits here. Um, first and foremost, I'll take this lead and then KB will talk about Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But one of the things I tagged in this post uh, for those that are watching, uh, we are going to be talking about Gotham. Um, Gotham was renewed for a fifth and final season on Fox with a shortened episode. I believe it's only going to be 13 or 16 episodes. I can't, uh, I don't know exactly which one, uh, but they're going to be wrapping up the story. I have been loving Gotham, uh, these last few seasons. I think it's gotten better and better. Um, but, uh, it's going to be quite interesting. I'm curious to see how they wrap it up and I'm wondering if Bruce Wayne's going to end up putting on the suit. So, I'm really excited for for Gotham being renewed. At least Fox, you know, I, I applaud Fox for uh, for at least renewing it one one yeah. more time. But uh, KB, I know you want to talk about Marvel's Agents of Shield. I have not been watching uh, this season, so you know, I just want to know your thoughts on it. Yeah, Shield is actually coming back for a sixth season. It's going to be a shortened season. I think uh, thirteen episodes. A lot of their seasons have been very long. Um, but it kind of has been tying into the Infinity War a little bit, which has been very interesting. Um, so I'm just curious to see. They have one episode left, I believe, before the finale. Um, and I'm just curious to see where they go next season, if it's all going to tie into the MCU. Also, they're saying in 2019, and that's around when Captain Marvel comes out, with um, where, we'll, where we'll see Coulson again in that movie, in the MCU. So kind of interesting timing for them to... Uh, do the season because they usually do it in the winter too which is interesting that is interesting yeah so be curious to see how that goes um but yeah so it's uh excited to have it back and don i know you you probably don't you're not a fan of i'm just gonna throw this out there the only like superhero tv that could even remotely hold my attention is the netflix stuff and i've I tried to to give Gotham a chance. The second that they let their foot off of the gas, which was midway between season one, where they made me wait another like two months before mm-hmm. I got another episode, it was enough to make me like completely lose interest in the show and not want to pick back up. You know, yeah. uh, same thing happened with me with like Fear the Walking Dead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like certain thing. You know, there are certain shows I can't get into. But um, I love hearing, like, when you guys get into the shows, I love learning about... Because I love the universe, you know? I just don't mm-hmm. like how some of the shows are done. 
I, I can agree with that. I mean, it's it's tough depending on which which first of all which network um, you guys uh, you know yeah, that the I'm, shows are on. Yeah, yeah, I know you have a certain feeling about the CW shows, which I'm a fan of, which you're not. Um, I'm in between. Wait, I gotta say this though: the yeah. show, the 100 on CW, is great. That show yeah, is done is so awesome. like they they nailed it. I'm, I'm catching up, but so like I, I feel like they do have the potential. They just lack in certain areas, and like Netflix is just right now like full steam. They're like the equivalent of if we got a superhero show on HBO. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can you imagine? Like, close, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like that's as close as we can get to it, and I love it. Yeah. Well, the two big pieces, which we also tagged in the video, if you're watching on Facebook and if you're listening to the podcast version, thank you again for that. Um, but we're going to be talking a little bit. We're going to review about Deadpool and we're going to be kind of uh, spoiling the hell out of uh, Infinity War toward the end. But uh, what have we seen so far on uh, Deadpool? How do you guys what do you guys think about uh, the previews, the revelations? Uh, KB? Um. I'm curious to see how Domino's powers work because she's kind of just luck, right? It's kind of just luck. So um, I think that that has me curious. Um, also, who's the dude that's just like not even a hero? <laughs> Peter. That, Peter. Peter, just a random dude. Yep. And so I, I think that's going to be... That's kind of I just thought this was like a, an open edition, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All I right, mean, you're in. I think it's going to be hilarious. I think it's going to be better than the first one, actually. I... I disagree with that actually I think, it, I think it might be better I'm I'm hoping and I hope to be proven wrong and I will be the first to admit it once uh, we come back on our next show after we watch Deadpool I hope it's just as good as, as the first one I have a feeling that it will not be too much It'll I think it's going to be I think the first one was great in the bubble and I, I have all the faith in the world in Ryan Reynolds and the cast and the writers but there, there was I believe it did have it did have some reshoots and from I believe what I read from some of the test audiences, they thought it was more heavily relied on the action and wasn't as uh, tongue in cheek or, or breaking of the, the fourth wall, so to speak. Um, but I don't know that that could be I could just be making that which up sounds kind of crazy, seeming how much they break the fourth wall in all the trailers. Right. So, I, <laughs> so. Mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're going to just go kind of stereotypical cookie cutter. Um, you know, sequel. I hope it doesn't. I hope it pokes fun at sequels. I hope yep. they like it, it does all kinds of different things that like typical sequels would do. And then <laughs> Deadpool kind of just calls it out. And at, at the end, they're just like, yeah, we know this sucks, but you watched it anyway. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that, <laughs> but like, you know, <laughs> some of the really break it. I honestly really think the fourth wall because I wasn't interested in seeing Deadpool the first time around, you know, yep. and then once I finally saw it, you know what I mean? Gave in, watched the first Deadpool movie. It was great. So I'll, everything that I'm seeing now for the buildup for this movie, I have a feeling that it's superhero movies are not going to like really pump the brakes anymore. Deadpool yeah. cannot miss. You know what I mean? Is it not like like the last like glimmer of like Fox's franchise hope? You well, know what I mean? I think, yeah. I think between that and, you know, the, the X-Men films, I don't know what they're going to be doing with those, but... You know, and we, we, and real quick correction, uh, KB did mention the last time that the Fox deal with uh, Disney, it's still not no, it's done. Still, no, it's still not done because Comcast jumped Comcast back in. might be jumping in and, you know, all the Fox properties might be going over to NBC slash Comcast. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting. Uh, but to your point, uh, do, do you think the superhero genre could slow down? I think yes. I think with Deadpool, if it's Fox's last glimmer, if, if people, right now I think the, the fans of the superhero films will go and see anything. I think if yeah. you throw either a Marvel logo on it 
at any point in time. Like look at look at like Guardians of the Galaxy was yep. a perfect example where everybody's like, well, this is going to be the first flop for Marvel because nobody knows who they are. I'm look gonna, at what happened with Ant Man. Yep. Nobody like you know Doctor Strange. Some of the lesser known Black heroes. Panther. You're, you're naming you're naming movies that I didn't go see. I, I didn't want to go see Ant Man in the theaters, and I didn't. I waited till it came out on HBO before I decided to watch Ant Man and Doctor Strange. To this day, I still haven't seen that movie because I'm not interested in it. You know what I mean? Like. So you're it's, the exception I, to the rule. I'm the exception to the rule. You guys know I get fired up. You, I've seen yeah. almost every single superhero movie with you guys since I've met you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like You guys know I love this shit, but if you guys were like, hey, Don, you want to go see Ant-Man and Wasp? I'm not, I'm not really going to that, you know? And I know it's going to tie into everything, but by the time the next movie comes out, you, I'll watch that on TV, yeah. and then I'll go watch you know, our next thing. Well, it might not be as relevant given the timeline. But um, Civil War this is this is where I was going. Like as far as like Deadpool yeah. goes, I, I just want to like associate it to like think of how great Logan was. You know what I mean? Like Logan we can't. Was amazing. That was amazing. Now look at that. This is our follow up because before that, what do we have with those X Men movies? We haven't had a good X Men movie since X Two. You know what I mean? Like realistically, mm-hmm. those other movies are all over the place. Yeah. You know, enjoyable I, as I th- as a geek, I, I, I enjoy all of them as standalone movies. Some of them are okay. Some of them are good. Well, so you said uh, besides Logan, what about do you like uh, either First Class or or uh, I love the actors in those movies. So how yeah. about uh, Days, Days, of, Future Days of Future Past? I thought was excellent. Okay, but Apocalypse, I know not as okay. But ready? Let's take those movies right there and put them up against any of the Avengers movies that, I, and I don't mean like the Avengers as a unit. I mean all of those standalone movies, like like that. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange gets beat by most of the X Men movies, unfortunately. Okay, like in my Girls. opinion, I like Thor. I like all the Thor movies. You know, right. like I and Iron I actually Man three. Iron Man three. I don't like Iron Man. Like, listen, that listen, might be that I, might be. I'm, I'm gonna pick and choose. Okay, that okay. Certain certain movies can we're get beat by the X Men. We'll, we'll say right. most. We'll, we'll we're say most. Poking holes in your logic right now, sir. Oh, you bastards! But we'll uh, we'll say most. All right, most Marvel movies. Most okay. And I would also like to take this time uh, to say that the views and opinions expressed by those in the comments section of Facebook do not reflect those of Oh my God, what's podcast. going on? Nothing. I just wanted to put that out there. I put it in the warning too. So if there's any foul language or anything, any like discussion, I just like to get ahead of the curve. You're an ass. Um, so there you go. No fun. Nope, nope. That's what I do. That's what I do. I'm, I'm the leader of this group. Buzz Killington. Pa- oh, Buzz Killington. <laughs> did I ever tell you... <laughs> Uh, so no, I'm very excited for Deadpool. I, I'm I'm very interested. You said uh, Domino. I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with Shatterstar. Mm, that's because too. he was like that. he had a very unique origin in the comic books, and I'm wondering if the, it's like kind of all over the place. So I wonder if Deadpool is gonna just take that and and run with it. Even I'm more excited to see like Cable in action. Yeah, man. That, I was just gonna say that because I, I hope Cable turns out well. Guys, we've had Cable since like the '90s Fox yeah. X-Men cartoon, man, with like his little floating talking cube and stuff. And, his and the gun yep. that charges everything. Yes. And, everything expo- and that's that's my only cable that I've, you know, besides, Dude. like when I read them in the comics, that's the one I associate. Yeah. Oh, um, man, I had my cable action figure whooping everybody's ass. <laughs> I'm not even playing. Like him and Wolverine were a team and just cleared house. Little well, side story. And Cable, the actor playing Cable. A.K.A. Let's, let's, A.K.A. the Mad Titan Thanos. Yeah. Um, so we, let's let's segue and let's spoil the hell out of Avengers Infinity War. But do before, we have a spo- oh, we do. We just have a spoiler warning. KB's Everybody yeah, died. Body. We got. Well, can you stop? <gasps> KB, you're horrible. You're off the show. Spoiler warning. Well, oh my god. I wanted to say something before we started giving away spoilers. We want to give a shout out to somebody who's not here today. 
that we always have with Marvel movies. Oh, uh, the first one he's missed. Yeah, this is the first one that he's missed. Joe yeah. Amaral from Whatever Bro Films. We salute uh, you, Joe. Yeah, salute so, to Joey. Uh, we're um, we just want to say that, and uh, we miss you, Joe. And uh, we just we just uh, we're gonna need your insight. And we'll you know jo- Joe and I talk you know offline all the time about this. We send each other memes. We we do different things. This but lady. I want I want to uh, kind of get into your because anybody that's a, a fan of the page for your geek on Facebook know that I had the pleasure recently of interviewing a band called Sweet Babylon they have a show coming up on uh, June 30th at uh, the Fet in Providence uh, go check out uh, it's the episode the video is on the, the Facebook page so go check that out um, the interview is on there as well they're f- three great dudes uh, you know they're back Izzy was one on one of our first shows. Mm-hmm. Him and Liv. like episode five, like way yeah, back, way back. So Six, this is episode like sixty three. So yeah. you know, fifty eight episodes ago. But uh, they're back. They they uh, we played some of their music. It's great. It's a great sound. Go check it out and uh, check out uh, Free Your Geek or check out Sweet Babylon on Facebook for their uh, upcoming concerts. But I want to mention that because I've already talked ad nauseum about Infinity War. So I want to kind of lean on you two guys for you guys to talk about it on what your thoughts were, and I'll just chime in. Uh, where need be so I don't I don't think we necessarily have to follow a format like this is what happens at the beginning it's too much to follow for me yeah let's just some of the things that you liked some of the things that you didn't like which character died that you thought or or you didn't think was going to happen that kind of shocked you or did anything shock you nothing shocked me I I, I figured everybody was open game you know so nothing within the movie shocked you like no just just any shocking thing realistically I, I have to be honest you were, we were there, dude. The whole movie theater was shocked yeah. nonstop. I, it was up, down, up, down. Everybody, like, dude, that movie was very... Dude, I'm just going to go like this. How about the opening scene? Mm-hmm. Dude, I love Loki just, like, trying to yeah. run his bullshit That on was probably Thanos. unexpected. And then he's like, and we get a Hulk. And Hulk tries to piece Thanos up. And then what do we get? Like, I'm going to say it. Bitch Hulk for the yep. rest of the movie. Yep. An interesting there, part there of the story. There was a ton of Easter eggs and callbacks because Loki was when he was distracting Thanos. We have an army, and he's like, well, "We have a Hulk," and it go, as a tie back to the first <laughs> Avengers movie, uh, a callback to it. And uh, dude, what was, an amazing actor, cool. Loki, the guy yeah. who plays Loki, Tommy Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston, yeah, and uh, fantastic. Uh, so he was the first casualty, if you will, the major casualty. Mm-hmm. Like some, half the As- Asgardians got away, supposedly, according to Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Valkyrie, Korg, a couple of those others we can assume can be coming back. Well, yeah, we already got the, the confirmation on Korg because way back in Ragnarok, we, we heard that they had further plans for, for those characters. Right. So, mm-hmm. But, you know, and we don't right. know what happened. Again, skipping, ahead to the, skipping ahead to the end of the movie, Thanos did wipe out half the population. So. But we did get confirmations on certain characters that right. were and were not killed. And we killed. know certain characters coming back, unfortunately, that it's kind of ruined the surprise and the... The shock, yeah. but the most shocking moment to me in that entire movie was when uh, Thanos goes to get the Soul Stone, and we run into the keeper of said Soul that, Stone. That was, dude, probably the one thing that yeah, I, I gotta. That, that I'm gonna do this really quick so we can all laugh. Spell thing. I was sitting next to my buddy Preview, right, and he preview? looks over to me and he goes, "Oh my God, is that Skeletor?" <laughs> Dude, I was like, are you? Oh my god, I was mortified. I was like, it's Red Skull. It's Red Skull. Holy! You're over here like this, and he's like, what? Well, <laughs> yeah, the, the Soul Stone is on Eternia for those that. that so He Man came out. No, but no, the Red Skull. The Red Skull coming coming back was the biggest surprise. I was so glad I was not spoiled on that. Oh, that was so uh, good because it made that moment like everybody in the theater was yeah. gasping. 
gasping. They're like, they can't believe. And it's it's amazing. He's in my opinion, he's still dead because he was floating. And yes, he, so his his soul, for lack of a better term, or maybe I'm making a pun, is a stu- you know stuck there now, guarding the said soul stone. And that led to the other shocking moment to me. I mean, I was yep. I was kind of expecting it once they once. Uh, we got that flashback. Once he got, once he got yeah, once he yeah. got into the whole diatribe, like a soul, you know, you need to a soul for soul, you need to kill what you most care about, and then Gamora starts laughing at him and says, "You've never cared about anything." I'm like, okay, that's a little bit too much, and he was crying, and just the fact that he so callously like just grabbed her by the yeah. wrist, wrist, and just like threw her off that cliff. I was, yeah. I was. He might not have loved anything, but that's probably what he loved the most. We knew what was happening. Little... The second we got the, the backstory on, yep. on Gamora, we yep. knew like... Something was going on with that. Yeah, yeah. it was going to happen. They had built it up. And the second she said, listen, if he gets me... Oh, that scene was amazing, dude. Star Lord yeah. went to pull the trigger, nothing but bubbles. Boop, 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 boop. Yep. That was crazy. I was, I was... That was one of the two most <laughs> heartbreaking scenes for me, and we'll get into the other one. A Number bit. one is we probably <laughs> all shit. Oh, uh, you okay? So we're we're all there. Uh, yeah, that was Jesus. Christ. <laughs> so, uh, that was the one thing that's kind of we corny. Talking about callbacks, <laughs> we were talking about Easter eggs. We were talking about uh, foreshadowing. The first scene we see of Tony Stark in the movie, he's with Pepper, telling talking about a dream he had about having a, a child yep. with her. And Spider Man is kind of like that 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 son to him. He's the mentor. Tony yeah. Stark is the mentor to Peter Parker, kind of that father figure to him. And he sees Peter as a son. So at the end of the movie, as Peter is disintegrating, and he says, "I don't want to go, Mister Stark. You know, I'm sorry." And he's he's crying, and, and Stark is holding him. You know, I'm, I'm not a father, but like even that that just like that ripped me apart emotionally. So listen, this is I'm this is gonna go to your topic, but very like off my own imagination right now. We've yep. been seeing this build up within Tony Stark, right? About like his his character changing. Now I'm always pro Captain America, so when we had the split, I was definitely against Iron Man. But still, Iron Man's motives were very pure. That lady dropped the bombshell on him, stating that like when you guys were in, mm-hmm. you know, Yakovia or whatever, like my son died there, blah blah. So he has like this, and now like you're saying, now he has his Peter Parker, who is. He even tells him, like, I want you to be better than me. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want you to be me. I want you to be better. So, and like... He even says, like, in, I figure, I don't know if it's Spider-Man Homecoming or he's like, if with, he's like, I'm, where Peter says, I'm nothing without the suit. And if he's like, he goes, if you're nothing without the suit... You're nothing. Yeah. Then you, yeah, you don't deserve it. And, yeah. and the, you know, the whole thing is he didn't want Peter to be an Avenger in, in Spider-Man Homecoming. He wanted him, like, do your... Protect the neighborhood. Be yeah. the symbol. Don't don't worry about these cosmic, you know, giant threats that you know. You're not ready for that yet. Yeah, like, and not even that. You're not ready for that. It's just that with with everything that happened in in Sokovia, and with you know all that with the Avengers getting, for him to be like, don't attack things on a global level where you're going to cause a bunch of damage or many people can die. Be you know, stop the the muggers and and the you know, don't do anything over the top and go after the big bad villains leave that for the professionals yeah. your job with your power and your skill set be the symbol and just like take care of your city take care of queens you know what I mean I gotta before I like get off topic with this because that, that was more of a focus on Spider-Man than where I'm going with this so now all the the timelines that Doctor Strange saw the only one that can actually like be them winning is with Tony Stark alive Clearly, that's why he gave up his stone because Tony Stark is the answer to that. So now he's going to be so motivated by the fact that his son faded in his arms, that there wasn't something more that he could do that he will go through. It's going to be like psycho Iron Man on this. Like this is going to be like 
the, oh, I won't even get into Captain Marvel yet, but the well, team up of the century. So Jesus. I think, yeah. So the thing thing is that throughout the movie, uh, Stephen Strange uses the time stone. Uh, they're actually him, uh, Iron Man, and Peter are stuck on <coughs> was it Titan? Is that the yep. or is that the yeah, new ship? Was. I can't remember. But they're on Thanos' Titan. home planet. Yep. And um, they meet the Guardians. The whole thing happens, and we'll talk about some of the humor in a little bit too. But um, Strange uses the Time Stone to go, go into the future and see every foreseeable outcome. And he goes and he sees, I think he said 14 million, yep. some, 200, 205 or something like that. And, and he said, you know, we were only successful in one of them. So, and then he earlier mentioned, he goes, I don't care if it's your life at stake, if it's his, the kid's life at stake, I will not give up the Time Stone. Yep. Yet at the end of the movie, he gives up the Time Stone. And he tells Tony before he disintegrates, uh, we're in Endgame. Yeah. So I think it's going to be very, very interesting to see where we go from there. But that was that was another, you know, again, that's the end of the movie. Um, and think, listen, I got to go with this too. Think of the amount of heroes that are now trapped in, say, this soul gem realm, right? Yeah. That if that gets released, like the mass amount of heroes in one place at the same time to like to like destroy yeah. any army that Thanos could have like left at that point, you know? And then like Super Iron Man with like his new mega tech. Just, oh, you know what I just thought of? You know what I just thought of? Maybe that's the way that they introduce new heroes. Heroes that we didn't see that disintegrated, yeah, come out of there is introduced as new heroes. I could see that. I could see that. Because um, if they're kicking off again after Avengers Four, yeah, I mean, well, I know, I think we're gonna see a lot of new heroes introduced. It could be, you know, in Avengers Four again. Think of what they did with Black Panther yeah. in Civil War when they first introduced him, um, and then he had his own movie. Maybe they'll yeah. do a couple in Captain Marvel. Maybe they'll do. A couple in Avengers, but yeah, if if this truly is the last few films for Robert Downey Jr., for Chris Evans, for Chris Hemsworth, then we're going to lose Thor, uh, Iron Man, Captain America. When there's not going to be any, those actors are not going to be reprising those roles. Either somebody else is going to take over, or we have to introduce new heroes. I would love to see Moon Knight, for example, introduced. Um, I'm still waiting for Nova. We've we've been in space now for a while. Seen the Nova Corps. Yeah. And that could be, maybe that's a Captain Marvel thing. Yeah, could be. You know, we know Adam Warlock is coming in Guardians yep. 3. Yep. Um, now, here's here's a question. Uh, speaking of Guardians, do you think, we, we know and we're assuming everything is going to be undone in Avengers 4, or at least yep. most of these heroes are coming back. Does that include Gamora? been a lot of debate about that. No. Who do we think is actually dead? Do we think Loki's actually dead? Yes. Do we think Gamora's actually dead? Yes. Because one of the things, one of the scenes... Heimdall? Yes. Heimdall, I think. Heimdall. Is, yeah, Heimdall's gone. I'm thinking, so here's my thought, is that once Thanos does what he does and he obliterates half the universe, you see him laying in like a lake. And we believe that's the soul stone he's in. Mm-hmm. He's his, And we see a child Gamora in there. So does that mean, again, to your point, KB, are all these heroes' souls trapped in the soul stone? And, yeah. you know... It's different that the other heroes were disintegrated. Her body was physically thrown and broken. Yep. So if these souls are released, does that include hers? And does it go back to her original body? Or is the prevalent theory out there that they're going to use the time stone or something's going to happen where they're going to go back in time and fix everything? Maybe. Because I don't know if you've seen, again, spoiler alert, spoiler warning, but some of the set leak photos, some of the set photos have leaked, and it shows you know Captain America in his original... World War II. 
uh, Thor with long hair. Yeah. So is it going to undo everything? And we should talk about that. Toward the end of the movie, after Thanos snaps his fingers, uh, basically the heroes disintegrate and we're left with... The originals. The, pretty much the original, the original. Avengers, War Machine, yeah. Nebula's on the planet with Iron Man, and yeah. Rocket. Yep. And I think it's all the original Avengers from the first movie. Except for Hawkeye. And we don't see where Hawkeye is. We don't is. know where Hawkeye he's, is. Yeah, he's on injured reserve or whatever. They gave, they gave the excuse that basically him and Scott Lang, a.k.a. Ant-Man, after the events of Civil War and Captain America sprung them out of the raft. So uh, maybe we see him they, in Ant-Man and the Wasp? They took, they took uh, plea deals. I think what's going to happen is, and there's rumors going about this, He Hawkeye was another character in the comic books, a character by the name of, uh, what is it, Ronan? Mm-hmm. And maybe he's going to take up that guy's and come back in Avengers 4 as Ronan instead of Hawkeye, which I think would be badass. Well, Lee Pace is still doing Ronan in Captain Marvel. Hey, Lindsay, great, Lindsay great is, point. Jesus. Obviously, they're all going to come back. But. Right. Lindsay, on, well, let's go, to, let's go to some of the comments Ooh. right now. Lindsay, first of all, says hello to us. Uh, Karen says she's watching. Uh, John yeah. Rivera says the vengeance of Iron Man. I think that's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, so I, I I don't know. Nebula could take Gamora's place on the team, maybe. That could happen. Well, that's it what would, I think. I think Nebula is going to be the yeah, but the love interest between Quill and Nebula. That's that's come on. We we didn't love seeing that in the the first two movies, and then this. Oh, yeah, it was good. But Peter but, Quill's always been kind of like the you know casual. Like this is the the first woman that he's really fallen for. Yeah, and to have that taken away, I think that's a huge, powerful like, storytelling story yeah. arc, you know. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's yeah, talk about. Let's talk about some. Unless you have another point you want no, to add to that, no. let's talk about some of the character interactions. So this was a movie again <laughs> uh, directed by the Russo brothers, who also did Civil War, who also did uh, Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. best ones, yeah. and they basically balanced all these other characters as well. And we get to see Tony interact. With Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange interact with Spider Man. Those three interact with the majority of the Guardians. And Star Lord. Uh, well, In yeah, the Gar- right? yeah. Um, talking about a plan. Yeah, and then um, we saw, you know, obviously uh, Banner meet back up with uh, Captain America. We saw him interact with uh, Stephen Strange and Tony Stark. So there was a lot of back and forth. Um, a lot of back and forth uh, interaction with a lot of these characters and it led to some pretty humorous moments um, but first of all before we talk about some of the comedy because it was a very dark film but they able, they were able to uh, move in like definitely lots of pockets of, of comedy and moments too that let you breathe a little bit within this dark tale to kind of lighten the mood a little bit but who do, who do you like which characters did you see interacting that you liked the best literally Rocket and anybody yeah like Rocket is the comedy central of the Marvel universe. The the way he interacts with literally anybody, I just love the whole thing where he like shit on Star Lord's world, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go with Thor." Like, "Yeah, we're we're taking off on you. Yeah, you guys have fun doing that. I'm the captain of the ship. See you later." So, and that and that's a great point. So, uh, Thor, Rocket, and Teenage Groot go to forge a new weapon. <gasps> And yeah. get because I, I know who uh, who do you want to call out there, Don? And they go and they see my boy Tyrion Lannister, who for once in his life is not the shortest man in the room, but he's still playing I, a dwarf. He's playing a giant dwarf. That's an oxymoron. Yes, <laughs> with no hands. Where are me hands? I don't got any hands. Come on. Can't drink and know things with no hands. No, that's, that's oh. 
But, and uh, uh, oh, another Game of Thrones little tidbit <laughs> is when uh, the prostitute Roz comments on Tyrion as a lover. She goes, "He's very good with his hands." <laughs> so he must have been really hurting in, in, in this they movie. Might, they might have thrown. They might have thrown in. But yeah, so they basically. Um, I can't think of the name of the, the weapon now. Uh, that mega axe yeah, with Groot. That could, could summon the Bifrost. If John Viveris is still in, I think he's going to tell me what the name of that is. Um, like I want to say it's like Storm Storm Killer or something like that. I can't remember. Uh, I'm horrible at this. Uh, but yeah, I, just, I really like the three of them interacting together. Um, I liked seeing the Guardians, the rest of the Guardians interact on Thanos' planet with uh, Iron Man, Peter Parker. And it's a typical, and I mentioned this on the first episode of Deke Speak with Sweet Babylon, um, but it's a typical comic book trope when you have heroes that typically never met or worked together. They meet each other and they assess each other as a threat, so they end up fighting until they realize they're on the same side. Always. So that's, and it led to my favorite humorous moment in the movie um, where basically the Guardians show up and they see Iron Man, Spidey, and Doctor Strange, and uh, Quill, and they, they start fighting, and Quill asks, where is Gamora? And then Tony Stark says, I'll do you one better. Uh, who is Gamora? And then Drax goes, I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? <laughs> and, you know, that's typical for Drax and Stormbreaker. Thank you, Lindsay. I knew it was, and John, John mentioned that too. All right, cool. See, I, I knew it was Storm something. Storm Killer, Stormbreaker. But it can summon the Bifrost. So that's that's just, I just love that. But uh, apparently that line by Drax was improv by Dave Batista. <laughs> they were just going back and forth and he's like, you know, he wanted to try something with it. I, I, that's what I read. He wanted yeah. to try something with a take and that's what came out. And you said Rocket is the the, the comedic relief. Drax kind of Drax, is too. Drax is my yeah. is my favorite. Um, you know, but just I loved. There were a couple of throwaway lines, but before I get to that, KB. Uh, actually, before we get into your pick, going back to Rocket and Thor and Groot going to make the uh, Stormbreaker. Um, I want to talk about uh, real quick. I want to talk about one of the other pieces of humor. They're flying there. And Rocket and Groot are having a conversation, and then Groot, you know, says, "I am Groot," and then Thor, you know, says he answers them, and then yes, Rocket's like, "You, you speak Groot," and he's like, "Yeah, it was an elective on Asgard." Yes, <laughs> and I laughed at that, but then uh, oh, a friend nice. of the show, JB, uh, told me on Agents of Shield when Lady Sif was mm-hmm. on Agents of Shield, she actually mentioned learning la- uh, alien languages as part of training on Asgard, that so is it, it awesome. tied it back together. Um, from there. So I thought that was a really cool nod. Uh, KB, how about you? What were your, some of your favorite interactions? Um, honestly, some of the uh, battles with the um, Black Order were some of okay. my favorite because I just I was excited to see the Black Order on the big screen and they looked pretty damn good. <sighs> Ebony Maul was a beast. I mean, his power set was just through the roof. Um, Wait, is this one that, that, that Spider-Man took out? Huh? No, but in that first battle when they yeah. first when they first no when they first came down into New oh, York, yeah, yeah. And like it was, was just like they were so surprised by what was happening, you know. Um, and then the battle, probably one of my favorite scenes where there was a lot of interaction was like it was um, Proxima Midnight, Corvus Glaive, and they were going after Vision. Yeah, and he had Vision and Scarlet Witch, and then Cap and and, and Black Widow show up. It was like, oh my god. Oh. And then, so when all three, and then when like later on, when all three of them are fighting Proxima, it was like crazy. Like it was just a like girl on girl on girl war. Dude, like how they about were just how nasty, knocking the crap out of each other. How nasty Black, uh, not Black Widow is. Um, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch is in this yes. movie. 
we saw her power like finally unleashed. Yeah, oh. finally truly unleashed. I do want to give a quick shout out to Lindsay, uh, who says Ebony Ma, aka Squidworth, uh, <laughs> a, a Squidward was awesome. Is it Squidworth or Squidward? I don't Squidward. know. I, I don't. It's Squidward. But uh, I just love again another point of humor with Tony Stark. You know, calling calling him that, just like the yeah. arrogance of Stark. I like the interaction between Stark and Strange, especially with the yep. the cloak. The cloak has such a great yeah. personality in that movie, and you know, just the, the fact when Peter's chasing Strange and and the Ebony Maw's floating him on the the what, I don't know if it was a car door or like a piece of uh, concrete or what it was, um, but just like all of that interaction with the, the cape and. They again. They gave moments to every single character, and they they went to Peter Parker again with all of his, and that was my other favorite. Remember that wicked old movie? Wicked, wicked old movie, <laughs> Alien. You know, but that, and then you talk about, and this is what I was I was reading some articles and it made me laugh. The interaction between Peter Quill and Peter Parker, because Peter Parker makes all these pop culture references, yeah, and because Peter <laughs> Quill hasn't been on Earth since you know the eighties, they all make sense. If, if Footloose was the great, is still the greatest movie ever, and Peter Parker <laughs> says it never was, but he might be talking about the remake because yeah. that would be more accurate to hit. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's, there's so many layers that have oh, me cracking man. up. Um, it's amazing. The Black, the Black Order, though, to your point, KB, was awesome. They all died, though, right? Yeah, every one of them. Every one of them's gone. Did, uh, did proximate it? The no. girl died. She got she got run over by a giant one of those That's giant right. wheels. That's right. So there, we can assume they're all gone and they're not coming back. But it's just it's a formidable. It's interesting when you think about it. like Thanos can just like he's unstoppable and he lets his children play and have fun and do their own like like yep. it's almost like hey handle my light work like I'm not going to even yep. be involved yeah. with this yet. But yeah, just going back to that opening scene, which picks up right after Ragnarok and just seeing like all these dead as guardians and then which later uh, Thor does say, you know, some of them, you know, he killed half of my people. So we can assume the other half are gone and, you know, yeah, maybe Valkyrie's going to take up the mantle of Thor if Hemsworth doesn't uh, come back. Who knows? Um, I read somewhere that cause one of the Russos confirmed Sif is gone too. Yeah, yeah, which... Again, it's maybe they're just not using her because she's the actress Jamie Alexander's on the blind spot, so you know yeah, her schedule is yeah. a little more difficult. Um, yeah, all in all, though, I thought the the movie was fantastic. Uh, I, I I don't know where where do you where do you place this in your Marvel movies? Like, does, does it crack your top three? It definitely cracks my top five. Top three: Winter Soldier. Is, I, Winter Soldier is always going to be my number one. Yeah, I don't know that, why. That is number one. I, I don't know why. Um, I even what? go like, then I go Civil War and then I go this. Okay. Yeah, so that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. That's I probably think. pretty accurate. I would throw in, I'd probably say for me, and I mentioned this on on the first ever Geek Speak with Sweet Babylon, which you can go check out on Free Your Geek or Hashtag it. Uh, Just look for that. Um, but no, uh, I would probably still say Winter Soldier. I'd go with that. I would either, and then I would probably say Infinity War. I'd probably put that up Really? There. As high as number two? Yeah. Who was your number two before that? Was it Civil War? Uh, it might have been Civil War, I'm, but I'm, I'm kind of torn. I, I, I'm either going to say, because I did Was like, it the first Guardians? Well, I was going to say Guardians 1 or Thor Ragnarok would probably crack in. The, See, Ragnarok both, for me was too funny coming out the See, game. I loved it. I, that's, that was my favorite of the Thor movies. Yeah. I, oh, I loved it, but, I, but to of, me it wasn't... It was, of the um, solo movies of Thor. To I, me, I it ties with the first one. I really like that first Ragnarok, one. Ragnarok, Thor, and then Dark World. That's how I'd rank them, just yeah. because... I don't know. I think I think it gave different characters. It expanded that universe a little bit mm-hmm. um, more than what it was. Uh, but I just thought I thought that was awesome. But yeah, I'd probably place I'd place Infinity War within my top three 
definitely in my top five to your point KB. Yeah. Um, it couldn't be outside the top for the, for the people watching on Facebook live. Uh, what, what are your top three Marvel movies so far? Um, I'm just, I'm just curious. I want to, I want to know that. Um, we can keep talking. Yeah, we'll keep talking because it's about, there's probably like a 30 second delay from when we talk until <laughs> it actually goes to Facebook. But, um, so um, what do we think about the, uh, bonus scene? The end. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So something to talk about. We saw, and so people are complaining about the, uh, the time frame of when that happened. Yep. And, and JB is another one that brought it up to me. So if we if we go through that, right? So we see, uh, I can't think of what's her name. Maria uh, Hill. Maria, Maria thank Hill. you. Maria Hill yep. and, and Nick Fury. Thank you. Oh my God, I'm having a brain Wow, fall. you're having a really yeah, bad day. It's been a long day. Uh, but anyway, I'm just, I'm so like, yeah. still feeling the emotions of Spider-Man dying. <laughs> um, but no, so we hear, we hear as they're driving, they're driving through the streets of New York after the event that happened with Thanos's wheel of death or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call that, whatever that shit was. <clears throat> yeah. But um, they're, they're talking about it and then all of a sudden a car just kind of swerves. And then when, while they're talking, she mentions, uh, you know, we just, there's news of uh, an attack on Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So that battle in Wakanda goes for like, I'd say probably like 20, 25 minutes before Thanos even shows up and starts unraveling the universe. Yeah. So for them to be talking and then that unraveling to happen at that same time, are we to believe that this has been going on for 20 minutes and shield is just now learning of this? Yes, absolutely. Remember shields kind of dismantled. Yeah. He just nailed it because it is shield is not what it is. Even, even the, even the show, even the show shield is dismantled basically. That's a good point. So, so they don't have, he's, I mean, you want to say because Nick Fury seems to always know everything. Yeah. But in this case, I don't. You know, I don't think so. No, I think this is not it's, an on Earth matter. This no. is not a Nick Fury on Earth matter. This is like to the next level. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. and Nick Fury's even lucky to have like Captain Marvel's pager on. Him. Like <laughs> seriously, as corny as it sounds, that didn't look like a 1997 pager. Yep. 80s. Ooh, Late 80s. Doctor Pager. Right, I don't know. Yeah, it, was, it, was big. it was. It was big. But um, yeah. So we're gonna see. Captain so Marvel neck. It's a oh. tease. It's a tease to Captain. Yeah. Marvel. So now uh, the no. The, so and I've talked about this ad nauseum as well. But the next movie we have this year Ant-Man is Ant Man and the Wasp. Then the first movie of 2019 is going to be Captain Marvel, followed by Avengers four, followed by Spider Man Homecoming two. That's for 2019. Then the first movie of 2020 is Guardians three. So that's what they've released so far. And there's going to be two other movies that we're assuming if they follow their three movies a year type of thing. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're that path then we'll probably Black see Panther two, maybe black Panther two or I'm trying to, or Dr. Strange two. I doubt it, but I don't uh, think Dr. Strange is going to get in the movie. Really? Cause they, they, they teased, they I don't though. think so. They teased though. They teased. I, I think uh, you'll the see dude, him throughout the universe. Okay. There's um, a villain in the Marvel universe that sto- like tried to control storm at one point. That is actually like an arch nemesis. The, the, shadow, of Do- the shadow, shadow King. You guys don't think that being in the soul realm, we we can't get interactions like this. Uh, no. The Shadow no? King okay. isn't. But wait a minute, is he the X Men property? Shadow, shadow King is owned by the X Men, yep. so therefore it's owned by Fox. Because he's on, he's the main villain in the Legion show in Fox. Yeah. Sure. What I would love to yeah. see, what I would love to see, is if they can get this deal done. Yeah. With with Fox for their rights. And I still say you tease it, you tease the hell out of it. At the end of Avengers Four, the last scene, the bonus scene, is the Infinity Gauntlet explodes, the stones go everywhere, whatever the case might be. Then you have one of the stones land, a gloved hand picks it up, and it's Doctor Friggin' Doom, yeah. and he's going to be the next major that villain for to bring in the Fantastic Four. Dude, I want the, Fantastic Four in this universe, yeah. man. What the yeah. hell? Well, that's they got to get the deal with Fox done. 
then they have the X-Men and Fantastic Four that you can do all kinds I, of movies and you don't have to worry about Hemsworth and, yeah. and Dude, Evans just trade and, characters like baseball cards, man. Be like kids on the playground. Like, <laughs> hey, I'll trade you my Fantastic Four for your... You know, and they've well, they've been dealing. They've been dealing a lot with that with Universal and Sony. Yeah. Like Sony, they lend. They you know, Sony's still putting out the Spider-Man movies, but you know, it's, they're, they're licensing Tom Holland I, or whatever. I to, think Sony was failing, and they kind of. Uh, well, I don't think they were failing because Spider-Man one and two with uh, the other kid were fine. I, yeah. I, I don't care. I liked every Spider-Man movie yeah. that's been out to date. I don't even care about Spider-Man three's gay dancing. I don't care. Well, every let's... single Spider-Man movie's been awesome, dude. Hobgoblin teaming up with Spider-Man to fight Sandman and Venom. Yep. dude. I don't that care pretty... what the movie looked like, dude. That's what we all been wanting. It's cool. Dude, even I mean... Topher Grace. Yeah, dude. I don't even care. Hell yeah, dude. That wasn't an awesome Peter Parker in the beginning. We had no idea like who was gonna play it back then. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Topher Grace's uh, Venom. Oh, Venom. Venom. No, no, but still, I mean, um, what's the other kid's name? Uh, Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Was he did a good job. Parker, no, yeah. I think he did, yeah, I think he did great. I just think that think it was casted they, well. Most yeah. of it. Yeah, they just put it. They just put it in a time frame where you, I don't believe that he could be a high school student at that. Like he didn't look like a high school. And and that's no you know, Tom. They, no, the Tom Holland is perfect for like. Yeah, yeah. and right I people. think that's he's great. And I, I'm curious to see they can do so much more now with with those movies. You, I, I, I blah, 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 blah. so exactly what exactly. I was thinking is <laughs> think of our '90s Spider-Man cartoon show though that was that wasn't like Peter Parker in in high school that no. was him already in college then realistically right. they just sped things up for us in Spider-Man one he was in high school for like the first 15 minutes of the movie and then he was right. in New York City yeah. right you know what I mean so we got the Right, we got no, the time frame that. we wanted, you bastard. But I, I just no. But I'm, what I'm saying is, from a, from a movie standpoint, th- this is great. To, like, even if he's like a senior in high school and Homecoming two comes out, or whatever the case might be, yeah. Like, just to see him kind of like say they do like four Spider Man movies see him with grow. him. Like, you can actually yeah. see him grow into like young adulthood, start working at the Daily Bugle or, or whatever with with, that, with J Jonah yeah. James. You know, you can see all that and, and see because we've already known, like, we know Spider Man's doing all this stuff. I don't know. I'm curious to see where they take that character. And I, I think there's so many great villains that they haven't used yet or that they haven't used properly. The um, the Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2 when they used Jamie Foxx's Electro. Like, I love Jamie Foxx, but I could not buy him as a villain. No, how about the worst rhino I've ever seen right. in my yeah. life, dude? Right. Why can't we get like a like the rhino like we had in the show, like super juiced up, monstrous mm-hmm. man person my favorite villain and the spider-man we're kind of going off on a tangent here but is mysterio think about yep. with all the special effects you could do <coughs> mysterio? You know, all the stuff they've done with dr strange think about if you do that stuff with dude, mysterio. what about scorpion dude get us like well, an we, intro with scorpion we've, with the we've, that was the that was spider-man homecoming one because uh, didn't he meet the guy with the scorpion tattoo and yeah but did, yeah. we didn't have like the whole suit like no the, that's gonna you didn't really get the probably yeah, yeah. that's gonna probably be the sequel that's gonna be awesome because then we have we know we have vulture we know we have shocker now we have Scorpion. We can have a Sinister Six. Six, yeah. yeah. Well, that's going to be the, the setup for all this. I think We're going to get a be, new Doc Ock. I think that's it's either going to be Doc Ock, Mysterio, or Craven. I would love to see a Craven mm, the Hunter story. Craven the Hunter, too. yeah. But I think that's all going to lead. If they if they do a... a, a Craven uh, would be, like, just in my opinion, Craven's not a third, mo- a third movie no, villain. No. He is a... Second movie villain, definitely. Sinister Six is, is like... a third Ab- movie. Yeah. I think that's a third yeah. movie. I think you build up all these characters... I think you know, I or maybe maybe you don't even touch fourth movie. You could uh, it depends. It depends what they're doing. Yeah, if they're doing a trilogy, then great. If they're gonna keep bringing it out, because then guess what? Then you can you don't even have to bring Green Goblin into it. Then he's, you know, or you want to really bri- bridge these universes together? Bring in um, dude. Oh how about God, why can't I think of his name from Daredevil? Kingpin. 
The guy that Fit, plays yeah. Kingpin. Dude, he, oh my God, he was a phenomenal actor too. Think about bringing him in now. He's he's rebuilding and, yeah. and you can connect the universes that way. But no, you know why we can't do it? Spider-Man is too big at that point. Spider-Man's now battled Thanos. You think... It doesn't, it doesn't have to be he's too big. He's giving, He's providing the suit to the Scorpion or he's does his... You know, like he, you just you don't need him for a whole movie. He doesn't have to be a yes. major villain. No, nope. he can just be just or the, the financial. Or back you can do him. something where he, you know, you want to talk about Craven. Here's me, you know, fantasy uh, scripting this. Um, okay, so maybe he ruins one of the kingpin's operations. He goes and he hires Craven to take him down. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that's it. So you That'd need really like you know two or three scenes with him, and you're done. That's how I would do it. Um, but again, I'm not writing for. Hollywood. So. No, that would be awesome. That would be uh, really, really cool, though. Yeah. So let's. Uh, we we are almost about an hour in. I just want realistically. I just want to say this quick. Yeah. Like really, really. Like while we're talking about Spider Man, right now everybody in the world who's got PlayStation Four are the luckiest group of people ever. Yep. I've been watching all the videos on this upcoming Spider Man um, video game, and it is. Like, you can't go wrong with Spider-Man video games since way back in what, PlayStation 2? Yeah. Is when they really, really got the semi-open world thing yep. down. But now, the things that you can do with this, with, with like, uh, on a PlayStation 4. So realistic. Like, oh, my God. It just, it's insane. Yeah. And on top of it, they have the the, uh, the new Spider-Man exclusive PS4. Like, got the whole spider suit on it. That's due out, what, September? Yeah. Holy. Gonna, I might have to uh, pick that up. That I think so, too. Next. But, um... Yeah, no, that was very, very uh, spiderific, if you will. <laughs> so there's been uh, tons of memes, too, for uh, Infinity War. Uh, my favorite, which I talked about again on the previous Geek Speak, but it's, uh, it's a meme that shows uh, T'Challa four times, and it's a split screen, and it's the, the, the line we all know from the, the trailers, get this man a shield. <laughs> and then it shows, so it shows Captain America. Then it shows Thor. It says, get this man a hammer. <laughs> then it shows Bruce Banner get this man some pants yeah and then it shows Peter Parker get this man an uncle oh. <laughs> and it's just it was like probably the funniest meme of all that I've seen I have to say the, the, the next funniest meme is where it's like the four people it didn't show in Infinity Wars and it's like it's got Valkyrie it's got like um, the Hulk because Hulk yeah, yeah. Really, you know, or whatever it was and then it's like in the bottom corner it's like Drax because he really believes he's invisible. <laughs> he doesn't that was another scene, too, where he's doing that whole invisible scene yeah. on the Milano. Absolutely fantastic. I Previews for, let's just, you know, it was a shout out to our boy preview, but let's just preview. What do we think is going to happen in next year's movie? Next year's movie. Um, so, because Ant-Man's going to bring us to this whole new, like, realm, right? We're going to get a whole new, like, view of technology we're actually this is my just guess we're actually going to get the original hank pym and tony stock working together which i've been waiting for for a long time if we could get the fantastic four involved it'd be great but that's not going to happen so we're going to have hank pym his genius alongside tony stark's genius and we're going to get some sort of way to get into that in and out of that soul gem place you're That's just a guess. There, there's know. a theory I have that I add to that. So I've been thinking of this separate of that because I wasn't thinking of it that way. But I think at the end of Ant-Man and Wasp, yeah. because this takes place between Civil War and Infinity War, I think one of them is going to disintegrate at the end. No. Yeah. And then I the other one's going to be in the Avengers. I think that they're going to bump into Hank Pym's wife 
there who's been living there like for like eternity or whatever and she has endless knowledge that she passes on to them and like specifically like a way for Tony Stark and Hank Pym to open the freaking realm to not she's she's mastered the realm while she's in there yeah I'm thinking they come out of the realm and and the the events of Infinity War have already happened Happened, and they're like what the hell's going on and then everybody's gone and they weren't affected because they were in that realm and then they like how about what if that happened and they're like oh wait now, like, then that's the whole point of bringing, you know, maybe they can bring other people to this realm or, or I don't know how it would work, but it could the- theoretically launch a whole new Marvel cinematic Could you universe. imagine if they bring somebody back from that realm? Like, there's going to say, I don't know. Like, they run into one of the, the people that were already extinguished and then they're in that realm? Or, like, say, like, a, I don't know, like a random super mega hero from Marvel is, like, somehow traveling through the cosmos and cuts through some sort of realm and bumps into them too. Like, it sounds weird, but Nova. like... That's what I was say, Nova. Nova. Like, could you imagine? Yeah. And then like, just, I don't know, I want more hands fighting. Like, I, I love our heroes, but I want our heroes to have like, you know, like, think of when Iron Man picked up uh, Spider-Man. He's like, hey, Dunkaroo, let's go. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I want us to have like, backup. I want Rocket and Nebula to go out and find more people. Like, I want like, our boys to do like an army recruiting yeah. session to see who's left. Maybe we'll get characters like, you know, like Moon Knight or whatever, like backing up, you know, and whoever's left. Because now think about it. This now affects all of our freaking Netflix shows now. The second that he went like that with the glove, everybody in New York's affected. So well, I'm I'm curious because that's that the next Netflix show that's coming out is what Luke Luke Cage Cage. season two. So maybe that'll be I'm going to have to trust you guys on that one. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I do want to talk about one other callback because you mentioned Rocket. Okay. And we saw in the original Guardians when they were doing the prison breaks. I think it was the prison break scene that Rocket is on Groot's shoulder and they're firing guns and they're doing that spinning circle. Mm-hmm. In the Battle of Wakanda, Winter Soldier grabs Rocket. <laughs> that was awesome. Around, and that was, was just, really cool. Like, I, to me, it was just like, again, another great callback. Dude, how me. about another... There's a, I can't be specific with it, but I love how you like, you're like doing the callback thing because... He's telling a story and he's like, oh, and uh, he got this, 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 and I got the guy's eye too. And he's like, what did you need the guy's eye for? He's like, oh, I did it, but it was really funny to do it. So, yeah, so that <laughs> yeah. guy's leg, that guy's, the guy's eye, gets the yeah. eye in the second Guardians. And, now and then there was something in this another one. Eye that he, it's another eye that he gives to Thor that takes care of the yes. problem with the, the eye patch from Ragnarok. Yes. So I'm glad, yes. I'm glad that lasted all that well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. But again, another humor point where you can see that mechanical eye kind of going a little <laughs> sink and yeah. cross-eyed and it's a different color. And it was, I thought it was, I thought that was pretty funny. That's yeah. awesome. So there were some good, um, you know, some definitely some good comedy bits. Uh, as I mentioned a little earlier, Drax eating the chip where he thinks he's invisible, <laughs> while uh, Gamora and Peter Quill are having this very uh, private and, and emotional con- or, or very important conversation, not necessarily yeah. emotional, but and then they turn and they just see Drax standing there and he's like, I found out if I move really slow or if I don't move, I become almost invisible. And he's like, watch. And he's just slowly bringing a chip up to his mouth. <laughs> And then, uh, oh, oh man, man dude. it was it was so good. And then Mantis comes in. and She's like, "Hi, Drax." <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what would have been so good? Instead of eating a chip, he was eating a Hydrax cookie. A Hydrax. <laughs> oh, I have those in my my kitchen uh, right now. Oh uh, man, dude, that is awesome. Oh, Alex, Alex is uh, jumping in there and he's saying that Bucky wasted that awesome arm. I think we're gonna see more of that. I think. I think. Me personally, my prediction is Bucky is going to become the new Captain America after mm-hmm. Avengers Four, and I hope we we get. Uh, they could do so it with him or Falcon. I, this is what would be really good. For, no, no, I I hope they stay away from using Falcon. I hope that mm-hmm. we get new tech for Falcon. I hope that Tony Stark really put some effort into like I want to get that like 
I don't want him pulling out guns shooting out of the air. I want like the Falcon where he's like shooting like kinetic beams from mm-hmm. his wings. Like I get from the, like the, and I also want Falcon to be more of a tech genius. Why yeah. are we getting like a, a former military doesn't really know like, because think about it. Think of our animated character, dude. Falcon's right up there. Mm-hmm. He's not a Tony Stark, but he's up there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just think in this universe, it's, it's kind of tough to have, and I kind of get what you're saying, but to me, um, to have, you know, Doctor Strange be really like brilliant and then Stark and then Hank Pym and, and then Banner. I just, I think it's, you can't necessarily oh and, and then if Mr. Fantastic came if, back. If they can't, yeah, I think there's going to be so many smart people. Like you can't necessarily flood the cast with a bunch of like geniuses because I think it makes it a little less believable. You need kind of just like the good soldiers. You need a guy like, yeah. like, and that's why I think where they used Falcon for uh, Winter Soldier specifically um, was because it was like, hey, here's a guy that shares uh, Steve Rogers' values. Heart. Yeah, and his it's heart. his heart, and it's just it's a good, and it shows their their budding relationship. Which then, not that we want to harp on old movies, but then in Civil War, when we see you know I mean, Captain America's new best friend and Bucky, his old best friend, sitting in that bug or whatever that that car was, and they're yeah. arguing, and they're both like they kind of can't stand each other. <laughs> you know what I love I when think, it's uh, like uh, when when people typically shoot at you, they end up shooting at me yeah. too. Oh man, oh, so good. So good. But uh, before we go out, uh, guys, if you were to give it on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, uh, how do you rank Infinity War? I give it a 9 because every movie's got room for improvement, but that movie was on point. I've never been, I mean, I've been very, very drawn into movies, but that met my expectations. It actually, like, smashed some of my expectations, but I can't give anything a 10. Unless it's like, you know what I mean, like The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, same here. Nice. I think it's... exactly what what he said you know yeah you don't see many movies that are just that uh, how do i say executed so well yeah in, they nailed in, it. i th- mean think about it we talked about like last year like they're gonna have all these characters how the how the hell do they pull it off how the hell do they make it work and it's they fantastic did. what they did so i yeah it's definitely like don says i, mean, I, I can't give anything a 10 really but that's it's close yeah <laughs> it's close. definitely close what do you I, think? I would give it. I, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna probably say an eight. Uh, I wouldn't go f- a full Monty there, but they did a couple things that I really enjoyed. Uh, right, I mean some of the the shock, uh, like the Red Skull return, that was amazing. Um, I like the way they used Stephen Strange a lot better than they did in his solo movie. Um, I liked just the you know the interactions with the characters. I really didn't feel like the movie dragged at all. No. Um, well, why'd you give it an eight? Yeah, I'm wondering what what is what does it lack? It's one of your top three movies. How you give it an eight? Just because I think I think I'm giving it an this eight. Oh, okay, you guys are gonna go push the envelope here. Um, <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> be, what, the one thing I want to like, like is it because of the trickery? Like because in every clip we've ever got, like in the Wakanda scene, it shows Hulk running on side with his his fellow peers and not in the Hulkbuster armor. No, I I just think I think honestly I would have like I think I'm giving it an eight because. Uh, I would have liked to see more characters interact. I would have liked to have seen Captain America and Star Lord interact a little bit. You know, I, I just, I, I think it, it leaves me because how funny would it be to, some, you know, for like Steve Rogers, Mister, you know, by the book Boy Scout to meet like Star Lord or or Stephen Strange or or something along those lines. Where and again, I get what they were doing because for the pacing of the movie, they have to keep it what it is. But I, I just think. Um, there were some scenes that I think that they could have done more with, and, and that's it. I Realistically, mean, okay, ready? I'm gonna. I want to ask this for you guys who are watching, and for you right here, because you're only giving it an eight. Would you have traded any of the interactions that you got for any of the interactions that you've wanted to see? 
because, dude, I thought it was very well set up. The mm-hmm. way, like, you you said certain characters, dude. I thought it was perfect putting Iron Man, Spider Man, and Doctor Strange together. Yep. Like that yep. was per like that. Dude, I don't. I told you, I don't like Doctor Strange, and that those three characters, dude. My favorite character, you guys know, is Captain America. Dude, the storyline between Stark, Spider Man, and Strange was the one that like really pushed the movie for me. It's where the center of the movie was. Yeah. Really was, well, I but you you know me. I can usually find like you know what I mean. Like the whole the Wakanda stuff with with Captain America was phenomenal too. But to me, it was I don't even like Iron Man either. Like you know, the movie's really all about Thanos. Well, yeah, and that's the thing that the movie focused a lot on him, which is it should you know. And I just, I think the, some of the the plot devices, um, and I'll get into that in one second. But I just want to give a quick shout out to to Geef who said he gave it a ten, and Alex who gave it an eight. 8.5 out of 10. Guardians 1 got a 9.5. So it sounds to me that Guardians is Alex's favorite Marvel movie. Um, you know, we kind of talked about that. Uh, Guardians is up there for me, but I think uh, across the board we say Winter Soldier. Well, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, 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 Soldier yeah. Soldier, yeah. Um, and Definitely. I love Winter that, that I'd probably give a 9.5. That'd be closest yeah. for me. Um, but no, so I just had a little bit of a problem <clears throat> with Thanos's plan. You have this Infinity Gauntlet that can do anything, and his whole motivation is because... I'm going to slaughter half the population because the resources are finite and I want to, you know, make sure that these these different civilizations can thrive. Well, dude, you got the reality stone. You can just make more resources. I I argue this with somebody. Like, why didn't why didn't you just do that? No, because you want to know why? Truthfully, do you want to know why? Is because if you created more, then the demand would be more. We would expand more. Think of like what we are as human beings right now. All we do is multiply and spread, and we do nothing but absorb our own resources. Imagine that on a mass scale, we could just keep producing. Like, I think things would get out of hand. And I'm gonna make a Bruce Almighty reference right here. Okay. Think of like him just saying like yes to everybody. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Like how corrupt did that end up becoming? Like if anything, like we don't know the extent of these stones. You know what I mean? Like you can only push them. So far than before they turn corrupt possibly like think i don't know i just i have a great imagination and i can see some like really effed up stuff happening if you push these stones beyond their limit well i i mean i i agree to disagree um but i think that's that's a good it's a good uh point that you make and i, I guess you know until we learn what the stones can actually do you know then we, we will never know but um yeah, that's all we got uh, today for everyone Good that's stuff. kind of uh, joining us. We're going to be coming back in another couple of weeks. I, I do want to talk about Deadpool. We'll review Deadpool in a few weeks. Um, and how about the more important movie? Oh, okay. Whoa. So, Don, what, what movie Definitely. would that be, Don? What movie would that be? It's a, a solo flick. Oh, so you're going to go see that by yourself? Yeah. Oh. I don't have a joke for that. I know. Um, <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna we'll come back. Maybe we'll do a super show. We'll review both Deadpool and Solo. Super back show, and then we can maybe maybe we'll do another show when uh, Ant Man and the Wasp gets a little bit closer. We can preview that. Preview um, it for those who are gonna go out and watch it. Yeah. So not done. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. But uh, yeah, we want to thank everybody for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to the pod, uh, so thanks again for everyone. Uh, check out our Twitter and our Instagram for your geek on both of those. Uh, if you're listening onto the pod, go to facebook.com slash freeyourgeek and you can see some this post and uh, you can also see the interview I did with the band called Sweet Babylon. Check out their show coming up June 30th in Providence. It's an all ages show and they have, they're a, a ska slash punk rock band and they, they have a couple of other surprises. They're very passionate about uh, Infinity War as well. Uh, it's a little bit more curse laden uh, than <laughs> our typical because this is a live streaming where mm. yours was only a pod. Yeah. So uh, go check that out too. 
Um, I have to say this. Every time I hear you say their name, I, I, I want to go, Sweet Babylon. <laughs> ba, ba, ba. Okay, I want to apologize for anyone listening to the audio that just went His ears deaf. just got blown up. Uh, that's okay. I, I held though. the mic away. I tried. Uh, Alex, uh, so he's, he's mentioning he wants to have us on, uh, which is a great name of a po- podcast, Thorskin Podcast. Uh, which I think is hilarious. That's yeah, we, we, can, we can definitely uh, collab. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, so that's about it. And again, we can't say start your weekend with your geek. What did we turn the, the, the phrase into? I don't I wish I Was I the one who came up with it? Was I the one who came up with it last I think, time? I think we just shorted it here's, and said geek. Here's your geek. dose of geek for the week. Yeah. Or enjoy your dose of geek for the week and get your geek on or something like that. So, yeah, you guys want to say it? We'll work on it. <laughs> okay, well, give it, give it. Give it a proper send off, guys. It's, it's it's the middle of the week, so make sure you act like a geek. Excellent. I don't know. KB, we suck. KB, say it. Get your geek on. That's your line. Get, 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 get your geek on. Get your geek on. And bye, everybody. Thanks for watching. You're still here. It's over. Go home.